beer. You brought me another beer. I did. It's a tasty one. And you're going to enjoy it. Okay. Because it's a porter. I like, well, from what I can see, I already know that I like it. I've had that many times. Okay. I order that in stores. Oh, good. Yes. Well, then I'd at least I know that you are in favor of that beer. I am. Very good. much so. Trying to thicken me back up, aren't you? No, I just like to bring because you lots of beer. You and your wife instructed me when going to places, don't show up empty-handed. I like to make sure that I follow Ooh. suit. Good train of thought. And that brings us to our topic. Welcome, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the wow. Newman and Payne podcast, episode number forty-eight. Wow. We're talking about Halloween. I know how time flies. I know it totally flies. And that brings us to a perfect that segue brings us into a perfect thought when you go trick-or-treating should you show up empty-handed uh you well no um you don't necessarily get to show up empty-handed you need a what did you bring to the door when you went trick-or-treating let me see i had a, I had a pillowcase pillowcase all right <laughs> i went up i was straight up old school i had the shot the the shopping bag oh like the brown paper bag? Brown paper shopping bag. Okay. That's what, yeah. Never even occurred to me to do the pillowcase until I like saw friends later on. <laughs> and now, I grew up in a, in a house where the houses around us were very separated, mm -hmm. but I never went anywhere else to trick or treat. You didn't. True, and where I grew up, um, we had, I mean, our, our complex, if you will, was nothing okay. but townhouses. Okay, where you grew up is like trick-or-treating heaven. Pretty much. If everybody was cool about it. Back to back to back to back to back oh, to back. Oh, yeah. yeah. You need a pillowcase. Yeah, and then... And then you sling it over your shoulder because, man. Well, and then once it becomes a little heavy, then you, you run your haul home, oh. empty it out, and go right back out. All right. Okay, that means patterns. Patterns. In other words, don't go way away from the house and come all the way back. You got to make sure that you're somewhere close and know they're to hit the door again to empty things off. There was, in okay. other words, go this way, come back to the house, go that way, and then cool. come back to the house. Yeah, okay, so if you go left and you covered left, so we're, when like we- Like a figure eight, if you will. When we moved into um, that built that complex when I was a kid, it was Smithridge Condominiums mm -hmm. at the time, um, we lived in number 87, Dave Casper. Okay. And we lived there, and, and so, you know, a couple of Halloweens were done in that unit, but then after that, my dad was like, hey, let's downsize a little bit, downsize, we don't need three bedrooms, we'll go with two. And- so we moved, he moved us over into 104, which was dead center of the complex. Yeah. And so yeah. there, and I could go all the way over to the left, cover those, and then all the way over to the right. And then if, if time permitted, if, if mom and dad were cool with, with a third run, then I would go across the way where my friend Leslie Alufi and her parents lived on, it was on the other side of like a chain link, like an actual right. chain link fence. You just jump that, and now you're in the 150s. Oh, okay. <laughs> Now, going door to door to door, what was the golden, like, what was the, the, the ticket, the thing that you were hoping to get that somebody would drop into your bag? At the time, I want to say Snickers. Just a Snickers bar? Yeah, Snickers okay. was, that, that was the truth right there. Because, I mean, you know, there, uh, jokingly, Al Roker recently said on the Today Show that the fun size candy bars aren't so fun size, but at the time, fun size ex is exactly what we needed. So... They gave it, here's, here's, you know, two, three candy bars and here's, you know, two or three fun sizes. We're like, oh man, this is, this is like the hall of the century. Huh. That's interesting. Okay. The ones that never we... never thought of it that way, but I guess so. The ones My that... always thought was, I wanted something that I didn't see at everybody. Like, I like Snickers. I'll eat them all day long. Okay. 
probably a little too much. Uh, but I'm not, it's one of those things that you see regularly. You want to see something that you don't see at somebody else's, that somebody else dropped into your bag. Like an Abba Zabba or a Clark bar? I was thinking more along the lines like a full-size sweet tart. Oh. Like the, like the hockey puck shaped one. Oh, good Lord. You know what I'm talking about? I do. But they would Ooh. drop those individually. Um, I remember now. It wasn't Snickers. Thank you for saying that. I'm glad we're having this conversation. Okay. Um, it was, uh, um, remember the silver wrap, uh, like the, the blocks, the squares of chocolate? It was called like Chunk or something? Yeah, Chunk. Is that what it was? Yeah. And there, there was Chocolate Chunk. There's, yeah, Chunk was, yeah, there you go. Chunk. That's a, that was it right there. That's an out there candy. That yes. Like, okay. All right. Did you ever play candy poker? Candy poker. Yeah. Negative. So when you got back and you got all your stuff, you played poker, and instead of having money, you played with poker, or you played with candy. Right. No. Oh, you never did candy poker? No candy so, poker. Yeah, candy poker was a good time because things had more value. So you you couldn't raise somebody in a game of poker with like a small bag of regular M&Ms to somebody's full-size Snicker bar, right? Okay. That doesn't work. You They put in a full-size Snicker bar. That's like putting a Lamborghini in the middle of the place. Yes. Right? Okay, so anyway, that's, okay, now at the other end of the scale, somebody went punk into your bag and you went, oh, are you kidding me? What was that? Red apple. Red apple, I was thinking can of soda. Oh. Yeah, we, <laughs> I remember, yeah. that. well that, and I remember <laughs> round the corner on the other corner from, in the neighborhood I grew up was a dentist. So that man, of course, dropping in the toothbrush. Oh yeah. With his name emblazoned on the side of it. Thanks for that advertisement in the middle of my... Hmm. Uh, Did they throw in floss at least? Uh, no, it was just a freaking toothbrush. Okay. That was what he was giving away on Halloween. Got it. Yeah. Okay. What about you? What, like, what was the go-to for you? What was the... the uh, like the candy. So if Chunk was, was for me... Like I said, the sweet tart. Like that full-size sweet tart okay. that was kind of gummy-ish almost. Yeah. Totally love those. I don't okay. know what that is. Or even the... Uh, um, Spree? Yeah, sprees. The really? hard on the outside, but totally tangy. And then you had the... Uh, <laughs> what a guess. Zot, well, sprees and zots. Zots like were... all those... Zots were... Uh, the, hard like, candy that they were... Yeah, they the had face. that fizz on the inside. Yeah. Yeah, totally liked all that. I There's something about the tangy candy. You get. It seems like you get chocolate, I don't know, whenever you want or whatever. But when you get that tangy candy, that's like a totally different sensation than everything else. Okay. So I always liked the tangy stuff. That was always the, let's put that to the side. What I hated was orange Starburst. Really? Yeah. There's something, it reminds me way too much of getting the fluoride treatment at the dentist. Oh, man. It tastes like orange Starburst to oh. me. Okay. Orange Starburst, that, that was still good in my book. Yeah. Uh, lemon, not so much. Yeah. Or the Starburst they obviously left from the previous Halloween. To the, so you, you get them in there. Uh, yeah, oh, no. that's a good time. Mm -mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you're talking about the whole tangy and sour candy and all that stuff. And as you're talking about all that, my mouth is watering. Now. Right. Because sure. I'm like in my mind, it triggers that memory of what it ha what it's like to have that Jolly Rancher, what it's mm -hmm. like to have those other candies that you're referring. Um, even a butterscotch, uh, 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 like a, a Werther's. I'm okay uh, with that. Butterscotch Werther's, see, I'm good. Werther's is... That's totally not a Halloween trick-or-treat candy to me. Okay. I don't remember ever getting a Werther's. It's like there's a couple of candies in the world, like the super fancy, like all done up in um, 
gold, what are those, gold wrapping? Oh, Ferro, uh, yeah. Ferro Rocher or whatever. Yeah. Have you ever seen that in a trick-or-treat bag? Those are garbage, by the way. Okay. Those are good straight trash. And I know people who live and die by those. That's they're like, fun. oh, this is the greatest candy, greatest, uh. greatest candy in the world. I'm like, you can take, to uh. me, that's the ranch dressing of candies. <laughs> Popular and yet not your favorite. Oh, awful. Uh, yeah, see, those things, those are candy that never ended up in trick-or-treat bags, right? Yeah. It's just, that's not a thing. Now, when I was a little a kid, like really little, I remember the next morning, because it was a funny thing about growing up in Nevada, uh, you always had Halloween off. Mm. I thought everybody did. Yeah, so never, did I. Nobody told me that it's Nevada day, knucklehead. It's anybody. Anyway, so the next morning, I remember getting up after going trick-or-treating and sneaking into the kitchen where my bag of candy is up on top of the refrigerator, awesome. scaling the the uh, the counter or the cabinets, getting to my bag, taking it back to my room, and basically piling through it. Oh boy. Oh, I was miserably sick the entire rest of the day. Oh, man. So every Halloween afterwards, my mom would put me at a table with my bag and set a timer. For 30 oh, minutes. Oh, 30 minutes. 30 minutes to just pile through whatever Oof. I could like get my hands on and into my face for 30. Generous. Not really. Okay. And then I had like one week and that was it. That was what I got from my Halloween candy. So without. And I think she took the rest <laughs> as long as it didn't have peanuts in it. Without being too morbid on this, it, was that the equivalent of the parent busting the kid smoking a cigarette. Okay, well then you're gonna smoke a couple more cigarettes. So let's see how you do with that. No, I think it was her way of trying to control how much I, cause you, you simply can't eat that many or okay. that much. So I'd sit there in front of afternoon cartoons, okay. like Thundercats or He-Man would be on. And I'd sit there and I'd pile through the candy from trick or treating for half an hour. Got it. Okay. And that was the end of my, and my mom would come bolting into the room. All right, take the bag and that was that. Nicely done. And it disappeared. I knew where all of our hiding spots were, but that bag disappeared. Wow. Yeah. Because I'm that trying to healthy. like in my own mind, do the math on where they're going to go with. Yeah, uh, welcome to suburban world where instead of planes, today we have edgers. Wow, okay. edgers indeed. So the, uh, I'm trying to think of where in your house, I don't know, I can't even begin to think, but where in the house, unless it's, they had like a secret hiding spot in oh. their bedroom. So, so my house growing up was built in the early 50s and it had a center block in the middle of the, yes. the butcher block in the middle of I the uh, kitchen, right? Yeah. And what was weird was on each side of it were cabinets. And on one side that was closest to the refrigerator had slots that were probably made for pans. Okay. Okay. It happened to magically fit boxes of cereal perfectly. Okay, too deep. And like so Count Chocula? Count Chocula, Fruit Loops, Lucky Charms. We had all these amazing cereals as long as they had 25% iron on the little uh, thing. <laughs> According it doesn't to matter the... how much sugar, as long as it had 25% of your daily iron requirement, we could eat that cereal. According to the FDA. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not really what? sure that why my mom came up with that number or why we got the most sugary cereals under the, except never had kicks and never had frosted flakes. Because wow. they didn't have 25% of your daily required iron. Unaccepted because kicks are kid tested, mom approved. Absolutely. Okay. And frosted flakes, those are Tony great. So. Wow. What was, okay, um, to kind of veer real quick, because <laughs> you're talking imagine? about cereals. What was your favorite cereal growing up as a kid? Oh, still is, Cookie Crisp. Okay. Mine was Buckwheat's. 
and then it was out of out of circulation. Buckwheats? Buckwheats, yeah. You must be much older than I am. I've never heard of that. I'm not that much older than you. <laughs> All right, back to candy. All right, so uh, anyway, throughout this whole kitchen was all of these weird nooks that there was one that happened to be where the cereal was kept, but where the cookies were kept was up top. And then there's other places that had these strange ventilating shafts for bread because it was built when you made homemade bread and it had this ventilation system and you could open up this one lid and literally hide things down in the vents. Oh, amazing. I didn't know this until about the time we about moved out. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, so that's where things magically disappeared. But I remember she'd put it in other places like there's a cabinet that was the liquor cabinet and she put <laughs> she put a lock on it that was basically a uh, travel the, lock. Like a luggage lock? Yeah, luggage lock. <laughs> Well, I figured out, you know, if you just pull the little nails out yep. on each side of the, you can pull the whole damn lock off and its little thing <laughs> and open that cabinet and all of the wonders that are with it. That always seemed to be a box of C's candy in there. Again, not candy you see. <laughs> <laughs> Bordeaux, by the way, that would be my number one the uh, of C's candy. Oh, I'm a turtles guy. Okay. We'll, we'll do, we'll, can we address Christmas candy and all that later? Sure. Good. That's a good idea. All right. All right. So growing up, Halloween was one thing. It was, you get your costume. All right, what was your go-to costume as a kid? Wow. Um, the one Were you a rocker, like, I, every year? Yeah, well, not every okay. year, but one of my favorite costumes was Paul Stanley. All right, I could see that. With the face paint? Yes. All right. Absolutely with the face paint. And I later find out, you know, when I'm talking to friends and we're talking about, oh, what kiss guy did you dress up in? Right, okay. I'm like, Paul Stanley. And, you know, I had three friends look at me like I had three heads. They go, Gene Simmons, duh. I'm like... Why couldn't I have been Ace Frehley? Like, everybody was like, as kids, why can't I be Starchild? You should be the demon. Okay. But, yeah, I was Starchild. That was my dude. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, I can see that. That I was never anywhere near that creative with costumes. Okay. It was what my mom showed up with from the grocery store that was hanging on the cardboard thing that I slipped over me and put the mask over my face. Yeah. So I was R2-D2 as a little kid. I was Darth Vader with those little plastic masks with the rubber band behind your ears. So when you're talking to people, you have it just over that little slight yeah. uh, slit or whatever in the face. Trick or treat. Yeah, well, there's there's nose holes too. And <laughs> maybe for your eyes too. Oh yeah. <laughs> Otherwise you just walk so in. So you were R2-D2. I was R2-D2 a couple of times. I was Darth Vader a couple of times. I remember when I was really little, I was this ghost. I wasn't Casper. And everybody said, oh, are you cast? No, I was just a ghost. Okay. And it was just nothing more than this weird white mask uh, that had this really creepy smiley face to it, hmm. a, a little pigtail hair, and then it had this picture of what this guy's supposed to look like if a normal human or an actual ghost was <laughs> the thing. That was a pretty common. And it wasn't until I was about eight or eighth grade or so, seventh, eighth grade, I started thinking, Let's start to step this up a little bit. And I remember one year I decided I'm going to wear as many different sports things as I own. So I put on a boxing glove and a baseball glove. And I put on a oh. basketball jersey and... Uh, baseball pants? Baseball pants, one golf shoe and one baseball shoe. I mean, it was I was a sports montage nut. Impressive. And was, yeah, and that was like, I'm like, okay. And it was really awkward because I had no hands. You were walking ESPN before ESPN. Pretty much. Outstanding. Or they were new. But okay. yeah. Uh, and I, I did that in the last couple of times, except it was really uncomfortable. And I remember walking down the street, down the street with baseball cleats on. Right? Yeah. Because 
straight up metal spikes. Well, and if one shoe is if if one shoe is a baseball cleat, then the other is say you know a golf cleat or soccer shoe. Both with metal spikes on. Yeah, but where the, they friends would not let me inside the house. They have a shade of different of, of a different shade of height, right? In a little bit different height and. Both of them, when you're on concrete, you know, walking up and down the street to go to people's homes. Yeah. Very slick. Slick indeed. Yeah, because they're meant to be on mud or grass. Now, you do you remember, like, pretty much uh, almost every Halloween when we were growing up that the weather somehow always sucked on the night of Halloween? It was cold. Yeah. Yeah. It was like leading up to it, the weather was great, like it is, you know, right now. Right. Then all of a sudden, not so much, and then it rolls in. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, and remember, daylight savings was a week earlier or a month earlier mm -hmm. or whatever. So it was always super dark when you went out trick-or-treating. Yeah. Now, one of the funniest things was uh, for a time, my dad would come trick-or-treating with us. Awesome. And he would dress up oh. with a bag. Fantastic. And in the first year or two, he did it because my dad is not tall. And <laughs> so it really didn't occur to anybody, not a problem, except for when he put out his hands. Well, he had like hands. Man hands. Hand. Yeah, he had man hands. And people were like, hmm, okay. What's going on there? Yeah. So he, he figured that out. And the last time he did it, he wore gloves. Okay. But he was, so growing up, we had the radio station K1. K1 Radio it was originally country. It was a country radio station, powerhouse country, early, early on. And then after that, it was sports talk, right? Okay. Um, well, back in the day, you had a um, a uh, mascot for okay. your radio station. Yes. Well, K1 was the Ducks. The Ducks? Yeah, K1 Ducks. Okay. And we played softball, and we had Ducks on our shirt. K1 Ducks, that was the name of the softball team. And the mascot would show up to the softball games and kids would go nuts. Awesome. Well, my dad would borrow the costume. Oh man, and for Halloween. Yeah. Outstanding. And one year he brought the dog. So he was duck walking dog. That was his costume. <laughs> <laughs> but it was pretty awesome to watch my dad trick or treat with us I, when we were in, went around the neighborhood. I just realized you in your backyard have plastic jack-o'-lanterns over your patio lights? Yes, they're pretty stellar. I like that. And the fact that you even have, I mean, you, you have <laughs> such great fall colors back here. Mm. Like wedding photos could be taken back here and that would be acceptable. For about an hour. Yeah, and fortunately there's no noise with wedding colors, or wedding pictures because we're, again now, and we've replaced the trimmer with a blower. So a blow, so blower, a leaf, uh, what, what else was there, lawnmower? Lawnmower. We got the diesel truck on the other side of it. It's just a solid studio setting. Wow, we are in suburbia. Yes, we are. Fantastic. Oh, okay, um, so uh, Halloween costumes. I think my favorite, I want to uh, address my favorite Halloween costume that I've done to date, which was in 2009. I went as Billy Mays. <laughs> That's right. I remember yeah, that. I'd, you got the shirt and everything. The blue you Oxford. Had the beard. Yes. Just tight. Yep. I did that because Billy passed away on my birthday that year. Oh, okay. So he, it was an homage. He died on June on June twenty eighth, two thousand nine. Um, he on when the plane that he was on was landing, he allegedly bumped his head while the plane was landing. That was allegedly the cause behind his death. Although when toxicology reports came back, it showed maybe a little extra substance or something in oh. his um, in, in his system. And next thing you know dog is yelling oh yeah always but that was i mean i i don't know that's what i was told is he bumped oh. his head and so that's how he died okay 
That's a pretty solid outfit. I think my favorite one ever was I was a rancher because the then girlfriend, now wife was a cow. And I okay. had the pail of milk, okay. and she was the cow, and I was the rancher. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was never super creative with that stuff. I can't honestly say. That was just kind of like I found some overalls and a funky old shirt, and somebody loaned me a hat because I don't think I've ever owned a cowboy hat. Okay. It's not as a grown-up. So, yeah, I was, I was a rancher. I always wanted to, like, really go all out on Halloween every year, for the most part, because it was, that's my favorite holiday. Halloween is my Christmas. Sure. And so, if, if I can costume it up, I will. But because I was part of so many different radio station events on Halloween, it made no sense for me to get into this costume when people are going to, you know, just... I, I didn't want, I, I wanted the focus to be on all of the costumes in the house. Right. Not necessarily, you know, on me. So you own a Santa costume. I do have one still. Have, have you ever worn it for ha Halloween? Uh, no, but I did wear it um, for- Wouldn't that be brilliant? A Reno Aces game in July for well, our Christmas in yeah, July promotion. Okay, that's easy. That was a bad idea. I was, it was 90 something degrees outside. <laughs> remember that time? So you were chafing. Remember when we were in Nashville in 2007 <laughs> yes. in July and I had the really long hair in the tuxedo and all that. Yes. And told three you layered tuxedo. can't wait to get the hell out of this. Mm -hmm. That was me at the Aces game. Mm. But I did everything for the sake mm. of entertainment. Sure. Okay. Even the, but even never the tuxedo. Did... Yeah. Here's the blower. More blower. So, but never did the Santa costume for Halloween. No Santa costume for Halloween. Um, maybe I should borrow that guy's blower and uh, oh. oh, did you see the guy? Don't uh, get weird about this. No, did you see the guy uh, in in like some sort of a go kart thing using a leaf blower and um, uh, uh, an umbrella to blow himself down the street? <laughs> it was. It, okay. There's this, a video that's viral about this, and the guy literally is using a leaf blower, sitting in like some little go kart thing, and he's blowing himself down the street. Wow, wow that's creative. pretty ingenious. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe that's what I should do for that guy with that guy's blower. Yeah. Amen. I don't know why they're here so late. All right, so uh, to, me, to me, Halloween in my life has been in three very distinct steps. Okay. As a kid, you get candy. Yes. You go out and you trick or treat and it's brought to you or you, you bring it home and whatnot. As a late teen to late 20s person, okay. you ignore candy. Candy's not a part of Halloween. No, Halloween parties. Exactly, and you replace candy with alcohol. Okay. But you still you do Halloween parties, Absolutely. and we did radio station Halloween parties and stuff like that. Yeah. Generally, a bad idea. Every time I can remember a radio station Halloween party, it never ended well. Things just people got a little too much liquid courage in yeah. them. They, especially if it was a full moon, Halloween on a full moon. I remember one year we canceled a Halloween party at the radio station because it was on a full moon night. Wow. And Katie was like, "Yeah, we're not doing that." Speaking of her, um, our, our former uh, coworker, Katie Fox, one of my favorite uh, costumes that she wore one time, she dressed up, I believe, as a baseball player one time. Yeah. Did she really? She, I think she had That's the black stripes under her eyes and all that, Cute. but yeah, right. she, she, she looked great as a baseball player. Probably as an LA Dodger. I, more than likely. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's home then now. All right. But uh, then, as I am now, yeah, as, an adult, as a parent, with kids, with kids, it's now I hang out at home, either the wife or friends or whatever, take the kids out trick-or-treating, mm -hmm. and I pass out the candy. So it has been in three very distinct steps. It's Absolutely. In, and now, you, you mentioned the pumpkins in the backyard. Now, you 
you replace getting dressed up with dressing up your home. Absolutely. It's, it kind of reminds me of the meme that floats around the internet around, uh, you know, when people are starting to grow up, they're like, as a kid, you couldn't wait to get that Nintendo. As an adult, you're really counting on that new dryer. So, <laughs> that kind of sucked. Yeah, but it's true. I mean, if you think about it and, and you know how happy you are, like, I have this new range. It's gas. It does 49 things that my last range couldn't do. And you're so proud of it. And you're so stuck. And like your friends are eyeballing it going, Wow, Mike, that's a really amazing looking range. Wait till you see the grill outside. And that's where it goes from there. And, you know, okay. go back 30, 40 years in life and you have that Nintendo I, yeah. or the new new pair of Jordans or that skateboard or whatever. And man, you got to see my new guitar rig. I made my garage talk to Siri last night. That was pretty cool. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, but it's just weird like stages in life and adulthood. Yeah. And I mean, it, but it doesn't take away the kid factor in oh, us no. about still loving candy because you you still love peanut M&Ms, correct? Oh man, yeah. Right? Yeah, we have to keep those away from the house. And I have a problem. I have no 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 trouble admitting this. I have a problem with Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh yeah, we can keep those away from the house too. I love I, those things. I, and to me, there's something about the bags of Halloween candy. It's fresher. Mm -hmm. Then right, it's got a, it's softer, it's more stringy caramel. It's something about it that is a different consistency than just picking up a bar at the 7-Eleven that you went to dust off because. <laughs> that's, it's true. And right? it, yeah, because even. It's got a different texture to it. Even the day after Halloween, I always try to make sure to not stay out too late or drink too much the night before. So that way I can make it down to Target at 7 a.m. Oh. when everything's half off. Yeah. So I can get a couple bags, bags. of M&Ms, yeah. two for the price of one. Nice. Okay. So we had a lady growing up. I, I meant to mention this earlier when we were talking about going out trick-or-treating. So going in our neighborhood, she was, her, her nickname to all of us was Bamba because her grandkids could not say grandma. Oh. They could say Bamba. And she lived in this, uh, it was like an in-law house to the main house on this large piece of patio. Casita. No, no, Casita is actually attached by way of oh, uh, oh, oh. connecting walls. Still attached. Yeah. But I, but I know what you're talking about, like an in-law quarters on yeah. the same thing. So if you had something in the backyard a, here that's not attached to your house, right. same thing. It's a separate dwelling. And, and when you walked in, it was just a, a large room mm -hmm. and she always had her recliner over there, a little like love seat couch over there with the TV in between an itty bitty little kitchen and then walk behind that was her bedroom and a little bathroom. Yeah. And that was a whole house. Yeah. All right. Well, she at Halloween would push all the furniture to the edges and she put out a table or a couple of card tables and you went around the room like a freaking buffet. Awesome. And you did it once. It was very respectful. And she just stood and she was so excited to see the kids at her house. That's awesome. Yeah. And going to Bamba's house. And it was like a legendary thing to go to Bamba's house for. And she was the mother of a very famous uh, state senator. Huh. And I never knew that. She was just Bamba. But yeah, she, everybody knew her son and knew her family and all that sort of stuff. But she was just Bamba and she would put out this card table of, of treats for Halloween. It was the coolest thing. That is outstanding. Yeah. And then at the other end of the spectrum, I remember uh, trick-or-treating with some friends and we went up to the house, had the big gates. And we're like, there's no way this is going to happen. What do we do here? So we hit the buzzer and voice comes on and says, hey, look in the bowl. And you look down 
and they had put <laughs> a gold bowl of full-size candy bars at the edge of their gates. Okay. And you just took one because you could see the camera <laughs> that was looking at you, so you knew, all right, that was cool. Segway. All right. You, in the house that we referenced in, a, in a, I think, the last podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Northwest Reno? Okay. All right. You said when you guys moved in there that you and your wife used to treat the neighborhood kids because you need, you need extra eyes at times when you don't have them. Right. So when the neighborhood kids would roll through, you'd go to Costco and you'd buy boxes of the full-size candy bars. Still do. Just so the kids could keep their eyes on your place in case there's shenanigans in the neighborhood. That's right. Don't mess with that house. They give us full-size candy bars. Damn right. Okay. Still do. <laughs> it's, it's kind of a funny thing, but, I, always, but I, I quantify it now. Oh. They have to be in the sweet spot. Sweet spot. So sweet spot. kids under four. Too small. Under four feet or under no, four years? under four. Basically little kids. Uh, ones uh -oh. that are waist and lower. Yes. Okay. Full-size candy bar, that's not going to do anything. So they're like going to give it to their parents. Like a fun-size mounds is going to be good for that kid. Yeah, maybe one or two of them. Not the family-size right. Snickers. And the high school kids <laughs> that are just like driving from door to door. Yeah. Maybe not so much there. So there's that sweet spot, that okay. slot of kids that still get the full-size candy bars. I'll buy the, the bag of... Not so much, but our neighborhood turns into freaking E.T. Yeah. It is nutty here. WTF. Just up and down the street, and they truck in. Like, they'll park on the side on the side in the street there, and you'll see, you know, oh, there's that fancy neighborhood's uh, gate sticker, and there's their gate sticker. So you know they're coming from points around. Now, with that said, you also referenced how we had, when we were kids, we had Nevada Day off because it's Halloween, right. Oct 18, uh, October 31st, 1864. Right. Correct? That's the name of the football team, right? Right. No, no. But that's 1868 is the team. Oh, that's, that's when for Reno? Nevada entered the Union. But the city of Reno, right? Okay. It's one of the two. We, the state of Nevada came in. It's it, got to be the city of Reno. Is yeah, city of Reno. 60, no, no, okay. it, it was one of the two. Anyway, sorry. Sixty-four is the union. We'll we'll do Reno history. Can we do Reno history on the next one? Oh, that's just like an OG thing. Sure, why not? Please. Okay. Awesome. Okay, so Reno history for the next one. We have that set. But if you remember, if you remember vividly, we had like all the Halloween trick or treating was done in up here in northern Nevada. It was right. great. However. You had to jump to Carson City the night before That's because right. they you found someone spilled the, spilled the beans and said, by the way, did you know, dot, 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 there's trick-or-treating in Carson City the night before. Right. And it was the mind blower at school. Everybody looks at each other. What? We can do this twice. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Never did that. I didn't either. I went to, I remember once going to the governor's mansion one time because... My dad was friends with Dick Bryan. Okay. And he's like, we got to go down there. And I think it was because he would always bum cigarettes off of Bonnie Bryan. Um, Your dad? Oh, yeah. He Your dad smoked? Until I was about 14, yeah. Wow. Yeah. He started in, that's a whole other thing. He started in the military because they gave you an extra break at boot camp if you smoked. I so have no like, idea. Well, I'll take the extra break. So he started smoking. And then when, he, when I was about, what, 12, 13, 14, he started trying to quit. And we kept catching him not quitting. So Wow. Yeah. I just but, learned something new about your pop. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, and I remember going down there one time and there is the I mean, the line of kids around the governor's mansion circling up the street in Carson. I'm like, yeah, really this is worth a small candy bar to drive all the way down here and do this? And I remember doing it once and I and I dig now 
the community trick-or-treat things, like the Aces have done it in the past. The uh, University, the Wolfpack, has done it with their uh, players. Okay. I think there's that community thing when you when you get law enforcement or or fire um, firefighters involved, and they go to neighborhoods and they hand out candy. There's something for kids, and there's that community interaction because kids don't get there by themselves. They get there with their parents. Right. And it's just this, it's a great community thing to do that kind of stuff. Okay. No, that's, that's absolutely true. And, and, and unfortunately you, this year we won't see any. Yeah, no, that's that's the whole trick or treating is, is by the wayside. And that's, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to set up, we're going to see who shows up and I'm going to do it contact free. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm setting up a tube that will have smoke going through it. That's being held by a skeleton that comes out the edge of the door that never opens. And but when somebody hits the doorbell, some loud voice will greet them from something. Okay. A little maybe Darth Vader, maybe Bugs Bunny, maybe Yoda. I don't know. We'll see. Huh. All right. That's what we're setting up. I like for. where I like where this is yep. headed. Very. Uh, but very contact free because I honestly don't want to be in the face of a hundred kids that show up at my door. It doesn't seem like a good idea this year. You have openly admitted that you are not a fan of zombies. No. You've openly admitted that uh, scary movies, I think, are not your bag. Okay. Tell me the scary movie that you had to watch with your friends when you went to a Halloween party as a little kid. We didn't. Really? We, yeah, we didn't. We just, we listened to, um, you know, all the hallowed, typical Halloween songs at the time. Okay. Um, while growing up because, um, you know, we, we really did, there wasn't like a soundtrack, so to speak. Okay. It, you know, when, when we were all get together because we were all so rambunctious, shocking, before sugar <laughs> that, you know, the sugar was only going to amplify it even more. Gotcha. I remember the first one, first Halloween party, the first one that, the whole thing with the zombies, fifth grade, uh, this girl, Shelby Holbrook, we went to her house for a Halloween party, and her parents had us watch the original Night of the Living Dead. Oh, man. The black and white one that starts with one zombie, and by the end of the movie, everybody's zombies. And I was out of my tree, and that's where the whole zombie thing started. Okay. Fifth grade, her house, at that party. Wow. Yeah. So no... Uh, and I was dressed up as a baseball player for that one. <laughs> no slasher movies or anything like that? No, that was eighth grade. Okay. Uh, nightmare... Uh, the uh, Freddy Krueger. Uh, oh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Elm Street. Yeah, we watched the first one of those in eighth grade, and that just reiterated exactly the fears that I had. And you know, you're fifth grade, eighth. What are you gonna do? Get up? I'm scared. Yeah, hell no. Right. You sit there and you you gut it out. And I didn't sleep for weeks, especially after that first Night of the Living Dead thing. I I had nightmares for weeks after that weeks and weeks and weeks it just freaked me out wow yeah not a good thing and i tried to watch the first or the first episode of the new walking dead and there's still zombies in it interesting i was really hoping there wasn't zombies i because i kind of like like what happens after the apocalypse movies yeah like i went to i am legend because i wanted to see new york city empty nobody told me it was a zombie movie whoops yeah so then you shouldn't see 28 days later or 28 weeks later. Or uh, World War Z or, yeah. Okay. No, I haven't. Um, there is a show, uh, just to give you a heads up, it's on Netflix. Um, don't watch it because it has to do with zombies. It's called uh, Black Summer. I enjoy Good it to know. immensely. Okay. The story, the way it's, it's written and, and put together is very well done. Um, I 
already I binge binge watched the whole first season. Excited about the second one. Nice. Very right. excited about that. Um, movies, the like certain horror movies need to be seen for me around this time of the year. Um, that you know, if I watched it in June or December, it might be a little weird. Not the same feeling. Uh, right. No. So like Candyman is one of my all-time favorites. Is okay. if is in fact my all-time favorite horror movie. Wow. Candyman uh, with Tony Todd and Virginia Madsen. Never heard of it. Really? Okay. Yeah, it came out in the early 90s. They've recently, I believe there's a remake being done, and Jordan Peele is doing the remake of that. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Wow. Um, yeah, and then uh, Rob Z- I love Rob Zombie's Halloween. I love his oh. version of Halloween. Um, the His his interpretation of Halloween, should I say, gotcha. is, is amazing. Um, I also am a big fan. There was a movie I remember walking into the theater and seeing as a kid and being freaked out. It was called Funhouse, and... It was it was kind of a um, it was a horror suspense kind of movie, and that left a, a very delible impression in my mind that I don't need to see again. For some reason, I thought you were going to say Leprechaun or something weird like that. Leprechaun is weird. Um, okay. Thought about thought about that. Uh, obviously, you know you've got Child's Play, which is a great one. Yeah. Um, you All know the Chucky stuff. The yeah. Chucky yeah. stuff is fun, but House of a Thousand Corpses. Like if we're going to go oh, back yeah. to Rob Zombie real straight quick, up. that's straight up Rob Zombie. Oh right boy, there. that's. that's his, production that's a lot of gore and i think that he did a great one there huh. a great movie with that but uh you know just kind of jumping all around there's there's a lot of great movies and, and great tv shows and netflix right now too they have a ton of horror movies available see and i never got any worse than like scream okay that was i just I just don't want to do that i don't know what it is if i'm going to be if i'm going to sit down and watch something i want to be uh, entertained. I want to either laugh or have something inspire me. I don't want to be freaked out. Hello, Sydney. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's always a great line. Mm-hmm. All righty. We good? There's our Halloween uh, podcast. So we're going to do OG Reno. Yeah, Reno week? stuff. Reno Sparks, uh, mainly northern Nevada. My friend Tommy in Chicago, he was like, ah, you should talk about uh, all these different like super rural areas. I'm like, listen, you brother. You don't see them. <laughs> I mean, you don't. You live in Midtown. I, right. Rural is, is coming here. <laughs> it is. That is an accurate statement. All right. Until next week, have a good one. Blah.